What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. That's right. We are back for November 23rd. Wow, the year is moving along so fast. It's it's blowing my mind. We've got a special guest with us here tonight. We've got Ali, Alice, Psycho in, Alice Cosplay. Alice is, I forget how you pronounce it now. How are you, Ali? Welcome to the show. Oh, we're getting her sorted out. I don't think she, she can actually hear her. She well, can't. She meantime, can't. I can hear you. Oh, oh, you can, can hear us. Okay. I'm oh, say, okay. Getting good. your headphones in there. So that's. I can hear you. <laughs> All right. There we go. All righty. Do well, you in the meantime, know Jeff? Hey. My side complex cosplay. Hey. The man. Rika, what's going on, guys? Rika, how you doing? Melons in there already? Just like absolutely, like just, just this place is lousy with melons all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on. I'm hoping that's an S Club 7 reference. Jesus, S Club 7. Someone's dating herself. What is that all about? Uh, Ain't no party like the melon party. I agree. Do you know how long it was before I realized the play on words for her name, for her cosplay name? It, I was like, I wasn't today. Really? Like years yeah. Well, even you were like Wait, just figuring just... out how to even say it, but I didn't well, know. I know it's psycho psychoanalysis. Yes, psychoanalysis. psychoanalysis. Yeah. 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 It's it's a play on psychoanalysis, which yeah. I didn't realize that's what it was until yeah. like relatively recently. And I've known uh... Allie for years because sharp up here, guys. Sharp. <laughs> Not yeah. like weak ass old man brain at all. Right, right, right. Allie, stop I... the ride. I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> how are you doing ali well uh because i had i switched to my ipad instead but it's um it's hey it weird. worked <laughs> it worked we can see so. you so that's we'll we'll take that hearing yeah. and seeing is the important part so exactly. like i said we're gonna just start out talking about geek and nerd shit anyway so and guys Actually, Go ahead. All right, go. Yeah, you go ahead. No, no, you go. No, 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 you no, 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 it's you. Oh, no, 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 it's your podcast. Listen, <laughs> first order of the day. We have to mention it. Guys, if you're not already subscribed, please click that subscribe button. It's totally free. It really, really, really helps us out. And click the like button. Guys, that like button lets the YouTube know that you guys enjoy the show. Uh, and I do appreciate everybody that sticks with us till the end because those watch hours are key for us every week. So thanks so much, everybody. But if you're not clicking that like button, what the hell are you doing? Honestly, like button. honestly there's 13 <laughs> people in here right now. I better be seeing at least 13 likes on that. Like at button least on 13 card. likes. Otherwise, at there's going to be some likes. real trouble up in this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Talking about podcasts, we do do a pre-show, don't we? We do, in fact, do a Technical Difficulties pre-show exclusively live on Instagram. Now, up until recently, and I mean, we just did it today, that gets hosted through my account. And when it's done, we post it on my account. Moving forward, starting next week, we're actually going to be doing it through the Geeks & Co. account so that when it does get posted, it gets posted there instead. So anybody looking for our stuff can one-stop shop. They don't have to go to my account at all which I barely post on anymore. Anyway, it makes way more sense. So moving forward next week, it should still show me going live, but it won't be my live. The live will be hosted through the Geeks & Co. account, so make sure you're looking for that for those of us that join us on Instagram. Nice hoodie, JS. Yeah, JS, that's a lovely hoodie. Where could I get such a wonderful piece of merchandise? Why don't well, you, you help know, me out with that? What would you, I do? Uh, if you actually go to the Geeks & Co. store, 
Uh-huh. Just go to the Geeks & Co. Instagram page, click the link at the top. It'll bring you to our link tree, and the first link in the link tree is our store. Amazing. Where we've got a bunch of new merch. We've got new hoodies that are now uh i'm already getting some orders every order that's placed before december 1st is going to get a free key tag and every order that gets placed between now and december 24th is getting an automatic entry well you can't see them to win one of my mando helmets that's right i'm hoping to have the mando helmet done soon uh are employees are employees excluded from the draw no not at all <laughs> Not at all. Don't, don't Anybody, put my, don't any, put my any, name in the listen, draw. I'm gonna order some hoodies. Don't put my name in the draw. No. Don't guys. put my name in the draw. We'll go towards one of these. I work here. It's really unfair if I win a helmet. You'll get the choice between one or three Mendo helmets. I had originally made these, or I was gonna originally make these to raffle them off at the different cons we were gonna go do over the summer, but weren't ready. They didn't get finished until just recently. So you know. Yes. It is what it is, but guys, make sure you go check out our store. If you want to support us? Hoodie, there's t-shirts, there's new designs, there's the plastic logo, there's the square logo, there's our new University of Cosplay logo or Department of Cosplay logo. I think I'm gonna get that one. Yeah, everybody wants that one. That's that's what everybody's ordering right now. It's it's uh, it's my own play on on like the traditional X Men style shirt, right? I want that in a sleeveless T-shirt, extra small. That's yeah, I yeah, I can, uh, I yeah, can make that happen. Sleeveless that. rip nice. or a proper sleeveless. A prop, probably. Well, I can, I guess, rip it off the sleeves myself. No, you know. proper sleeveless. Yeah, yeah. Extra small. With yeah. The logo huge on my chest. That's yeah, what yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then a square down. logo hoodie. I like the square logo. I'm not gonna lie. Square <laughs> logo is good. So. <laughs> Uh, happy Friday, Junior, everyone. Thanks, Nada. It is, in fact, Thursday. It is your favorite podcast on mm-hmm, Thursday. It's mm-hmm. your favorite live stream on Thursday. And with us today, Psychoanalysis Cosplay, otherwise known as Ali, joining us for the first time, but tunes in pretty much every week. Try. <laughs> Glutton for punishment, obviously. Hi, Ali. You look so cute, says Nada. Absolutely. With her little bunny ears and her sweater. And I love she's got her nerd stuff hanging around. She's got some crocheted stuff in behind her and Iron Man helmet as well. Gotta flash off the nerd bling whenever you're on the, the geeky podcast, right? Yep. <laughs> What's new, Allie? What's going on? Uh, not much. I'm excited to be on this podcast. It's my first time. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Long time, first time caller is usually what it says the radio but first time on that oh you got some stitch going on there nice weird but cute there you go perfect (laughs) nice uh we before we get into ali you were just human actual cutest human into everything to do about ali there is some geeky and nerdy news pieces Uh, we do every week we gotta update you on what's happening in the world of geek and get your guys takes opinions on this as what have you got for us this week for your first item? Uh, Twisted Metal. Have you guys watched Twisted Metal yet? Mm-hmm. You have not watched Twisted Metal, guys. If you haven't watched Twisted Metal, it's a it's it's a, a Paramount Plus show. It's based on a video game. Uh, I think the original Twisted Metal was like a PS1 game. I think that's how old this game dates back. 
Oh, I think it's a, no, like I think it was an arcader though. I think it was like an actual arcade game, was it not? Like I think it was a cabinet, wasn't it? I that I don't know. Possible. I'm almost positive it was. That I'm not sure. I know it was like a PS1 game. It was a big big hit back in the day. And uh I mean clearly I was a little dubious at the concept and it took me until now to 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 watch through it and and I actually watched through it in the last couple of weeks, last week or so. It's only 10 episodes and the episodes are only like half an hour, 35 minutes each, 40 minutes each. And uh, it's a good watch. I mean, it's no real story. There's no, there's not an Oscar winning show, but it's a funny show. It's a comedy. There's a lot of action. Uh, he, uh, what's his name again? Oh God, I can't remember. I can't believe I forget his name now. Falcon. Uh, oh, Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Mackie. Anthony Mackie, thank you. He's fantastic in the show, obviously. Uh, a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine people show up on the show. Uh, some SNL people show up on the show. Like, overall, it was it was a good watch. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. Twisted Metal, definitely worth the watch for me. Yeah. Um, well, if you guys haven't watched it, we can't really talk about it other than, than it was a great show. Great references. Guys, I, actually, I, want, I do want to say this. Twisted Metal um, played on the fact that in the video game, stuff would happen, right? Like if you're winning a mission or if you're winning a level, you get rewarded in parts. Well, every once in a while in the show, he goes off on a side mission and he gets rewarded with parts and ammo and guns. And, you know, uh, they have a lot of references like that in, in the show that I thought was fantastic. Just a metal game came out in November 5, 1995 on PlayStation one. There you go. Thank you very much, Natasha. Uh, everybody in the chat that was alive in 1995, please raise your hands. Yeah. I mean, holy cow, 1995. I uh, That was my first year of college. Oh, yeah, I was, I, was, I was... You know what? I'm not going to tell you guys how old I was. Screw, <laughs> every, screw every single one of you. How old Jesus I was in that Terrible. I hadn't graduated elementary. Hand up. There you go. <laughs> in a hand up. I hadn't graduated... Shut up, Allie. Anyways. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Uh, there's yeah, been some yeah, casting yeah. news this week, guys. I mean, with the uh, uh, the, the whoo, with the SAG after strike over, we're, we're getting inundated with all sorts of news coming out of everywhere these days. Um, we've got some new casting announcement on the DC side of things. Superman has top of Twet as Superman, Rachel Brosnahan as uh, Lois Lane. We've got Nathan Fillion as Guy Gardner, Isabella Merced as Hawkgirl, uh, Edie Gathegi as Mr. Terrific, Anthony Kerrigan as Rex Mason Metamorpho, and Maria Gabriela DeFaria as Angela Spica, or the engineer from The Authority. Now we have three more pieces of cast to talk about. Uh, all three of them pretty big, but one of them's kind of weird. Uh, first up, we do have uh, Skylar Gizondo. I'm probably pronouncing that terribly uh, as Daily Planet photographer Jimmy Olsen. So Jimmy Olsen is going to be in the Superman movie, along with Portuguese actor and model Sarah Sampaio. Uh, she is Eve Tessmacher. So for those of you unfamiliar, Eve Tessmacher was in the original Donner movies, Superman 1 and Superman 2. Uh, I don't remember the actress who played her, but she was there... Uh, as an assistant to Lex and more of a comedy relief slash eye candy. 
uh, and didn't really have a whole lot. I don't remember her t turning up in much else other than those first two Donner films. Typically, the role of Lex's assistant is usually Mercy Graves. And they've not announced that Mercy mm -hmm. Graves even is even in the film. So people are getting a little bit concerned that Eve Tessmacher is going to be in the film when her role in a lot of cases in the original films was comic relief along with Ned Beatty's Otis when it came to with Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor. So speaking, though, of Lex Luthor, Nicholas Holt, that's right, Beast himself from the X-Men movies has been cast officially revealed as Lex Luthor. I'm really curious as to your guys' takes on this. Uh, I haven't seen a ton of Nick Holt over the years. Again, he was Beast in the first class film, the first class cast of X-Men. He was also the main war boy in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, I know he was in the menu and he was in Renfield. I haven't seen either of those films yet, but I'm curious as to what you guys think, and you, Ali, as well, what you think of this casting, JS, if you want to weigh in on this too. Lex Luthor's a pretty um, big character in this thing. That's a pretty big role for somebody. Probably second only to Soups and, and Clark. Or, yeah, uh, and, I'm, I'm uh, interested and, in hearing as well as what the chat has to say. Guys in the chat, let us know what you guys think as well. Ali, you can see the chat as well. You should be able to see both the stream chat and our oh. private chat on the right-hand side there. You'll get notifications as they come up. Yeah, I see them. It, they're they're covering Jeff's face on my screen. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. All uh, the better. All for the better. Uh, yeah, Ali, what do you what do you think? I mean, do you have any opinions on on? Uh, well, I think uh, you know we we we've seen him bald, so you know he can pull off the bald. <laughs> yeah, if they decide to go bald, I'm, I'm yeah. concerned that he might not be. But yeah, um, but. I mean, he's a good actor. He can. I think he could probably pull it off. Um, I've seen. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the Great. Um, that was on Prime, and he plays. I think it was Peter the Terrible, like the Russian Czar. No. With um, Dakota Fanning as uh, Catherine the Great. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Warm Bodies, yeah, I remember Warm Bodies. That was like this zombie romance that he was in, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess my main issue here with this casting, I feel like, is 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 my own problem, and it's the fact that I don't really know him, right? For to me, he's Beast. That's it, right? Like I don't, I haven't seen him in anything else really, or or, 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 or at least anything that's stricken me. Um, so I don't, I don't know what to think. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I haven't seen enough of him. I will say I want to see Renfield. Renfield does look interesting. Um, it looks like a funny twist to the Dracula story. Um, evening, Tanith. How are you? Good to see you. Hello, um, hello, this is what I keep. So I posted it on my story. I was like, Hey, Nick Holtzman cast. What does everybody think? And inevitably everybody brought up the menu. People that saw the menu said his character in yeah. that was a good mold for something to build mm. Lex off of. Because if there's been one character, I think throughout the mythos that has been played vastly different over the course of the years, it's been Lex. Sometimes he's this ruthless, megalomaniacal businessman bent on superman's destruction sometimes he's comedy relief sometimes he's a tech nerd sometimes mm -hmm. like they keep kind of like 
reinventing Lex to be these new and weird and different things. And I just want the douchebag super genius businessman. Like I basically want like Iron Man, but evil. Like that's what I want without all the quippiness. And I'm hoping that's what we get. I'm hoping they lean more into him being a true menace and a true threat to like a credible threat to Superman, like the world's most intelligent, but evil minded person that wants yeah. to destroy what Superman is for. But I also kind of also want, want him to have that phony exterior that like, enterprising businessman science genius like i wanted to kind of have him to have almost like a little bit of a double life kind of like clark does type of thing you know mm -hmm. what i mean like his forward presenting persona and then this scheming piece of shit in behind that's kind of what i'm hoping that we're going to get but i'm not doing this movie so i don't <laughs> i don't know man i don't know how no, they're gonna I go agree. with it yeah i i don't know i have a feeling it's gonna be another reinvention of lex See, I, I'm seeing this too. Can't be worse than Jesse Eisenberg. I think they were on to something with Jesse. I just think the execution wasn't quite there. But I think that's kind of how I want to see them start leaning into it. Mm. Whereas he wasn't there for comic relief. Like he was like bent on what it meant to have a Superman on planet Earth and how that would play out. And he wanted to make sure that he was in front of it. That's kind of what I want. I just don't want them to be quite as over the top as Jesse played it. But. I yeah, know, I agree. I, I, for me, the animated series, Superman, the animated series, Lex is for me, the definitive Lex. That's what I want to see on screen. Um, I don't want to see a Gene Atman Lex. I don't want to see, uh, like, I, like that's the kind of Lex I want to see. I want to see the Lex that's running for president. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I want to see that guy that's so smart and so successful that he's got everybody fooled. Uh, I don't know. Like to me, if if a regular human is going to go toe to toe with Superman so many times, I mean that's that's for sure. I agree. Jesse Eisenberg was they they were heading down the right path. I just yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. But yeah. yeah, they never really got there. Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. Yes, Rosie. I think is what kind of finally right? personified it because he took yeah. the role seriously enough. Yeah. The problem with Rosie's portrayal is, is he was like still kind of like angsty late teen, early 20. Like he didn't get a chance to really become Lex Luthor, like a true threat to Superman, mm -hmm. which is you could envision him getting there, but we didn't really get him to see that transition. And that's I want an already transitioned Lex. I don't want to watch him become Lex Luthor. I want him to already be Lex Luthor. See, Gene Hackman, I loved, but Gene Hackman, go back and watch those two films. A lot of what he's doing is comic relief, which mm -hmm. I'm I'm okay with when it's Gene Hackman. But did you ever really feel that Hackman was an actual threat to Superman? Because no, he really wasn't. His plan was to dump half of California in the ocean, and then he had Otis there, who I love. I loved Otis, but I mean, they played him off for laughs. And I think Lex Luthor has to be a more serious, troubled character. That's you know ready to, to screw some sh screw some shit up but anyways here nor there hopefully it's going to be good the one big you... casting thing that has yet to go by the way is still perry white right? right that's kind of like the last one that we have to of the major characters yeah that we've got to cast so i am curious and i'll put it to you ali and to you js and to you guys in the chat as well speaking of gene hackman that'd be a good one who do you think would make a really good perry white I loved Lawrence Fishburne. I loved Lawrence mm -hmm. Fishburne's interpretation of it. I thought it was really, really good. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But it's one I of those things where that. you can't, you, you like, they're clearly they're going with a clean slate. So who do you think would make a really good Perry White? Another one that we might see might be Jor-El as well, Superman's dad. This is not an origin story. He's been Supermaning for a couple of years now, but we might get to see a Jor-El. Who knows? So if you guys have a pick for Jor-El. I mean, it makes sense that if he's been Supermaning for a few years, that means he has the Fortress of Solitude. That means he has all the recordings of Jor-El. So it right. makes sense that we would at the very least see hologram Jor-El. Yes, yes. Uh, right. Personally... I would like to see Kurt Russell as Jor-El. That would be my pick. After watching Monarch, he would make an excellent Jor-El. Uh, but I, I'm I'm stuck on Perry. I don't know who I would cast for Perry White. Uh, I don't remember his name right at the moment. I have his face in my head, but uh, what was he in? C.K. Lewis. Is that what his name is? I think his last name is Lewis. I forget. Do you know what he was in? Uh, nope. <laughs> well, Louis you know, C.K. is the Grace comic, so it's clearly not him. He's, well, uh, doesn't he voice Omni-Man? Oh, J.K. Simmons. Oh, J.K. Oh, yes. Simmons. Well, J.K. Simmons. Go, I mean, J.K. Simmons that would be already... wild stunt yeah. casting, wouldn't it? Because he's already J. Jonah Jameson, right? So yeah, that's true. For him to also play Perry White. Oh, by the way, be... and he's and he and he was also Commissioner Gordon in the DCEU. And so he was know. Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. That's right. <laughs> that would be a weird transition. That's but... right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna have a weird shot in the dark here, and, and yeah, this is mainly man. because for some weird reason. You know how fucking the Instagram reels and stories and you know, you go down the rabbit hole of them showing you weird things that you never looked for. But so I've been getting a lot of house stories and reels come through my feeds. Hugh Laurie. He would make oh, an excellent yeah. house white. himself. He I would make an excellent would white. be a great I agree. white. I agree. Yeah. He's got that seriousness, but he yes. also has that quippy yes he would also be a great doctor who if you ask me but yeah that's another story for another day that is another story for another day but yeah no that's not bad for a perry white i'm, I'm just trying to go through some of the the older mm -hmm. hollywood actors that i think could really crush as per like if i feel like if this was 10 years ago i would actually probably say anthony hopkins i think would make an excellent perry white but i yeah. think at this point he's probably a little bit too long in the tooth um What's that show that he's on on Crave? He's hilarious in that one. I can't remember. You're still trying to figure out who you're talking about here? No, 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 no. Uh, Hugh no, Laurie. We got to that. No, Hugh Laurie. Uh, I think. He oh, uh, the the space one. Oh, the space yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. Avenue, not Avenue, not Avenue Five or something. That's not something that. Is like it? that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. He I was good on the that. show, but I couldn't. I, or I I say he was good. I don't know because I only watched like the first one or two episodes. Uh, I couldn't, yeah, I didn't like the show, uh, but he's good in anything that I've seen in him. Like it's see the problem with some of these actors though, is they already get gobbled up. Like they're already in like this superhero world. Like Morgan Freeman would make an amazing Perry white, but he's already been Lucius Fox in all the Batman movies. Samuel Jackson would make a great Perry white, but he's already Nick Fury. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, I think would make an excellent Perry white. 
he's already been Dr. Fate. You know what I mean? Like all these guys have already been gobbled up and put into roles. So you got to find mm-hmm. guys that would be good that are already not in doing other things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. It'll yeah. be interesting to see. I mean, I'd be surprised if they didn't have Perry White casted. I mean, they've got Lois and they've got, um, Jimmy. Yes. That's so no, he's you clearly have already working at, uh, uh, the daily planet. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they cast. For me, the casting that, well, first of all, you said Nathan Fillion was playing Guy Gardner. Is that correct? Guy Gardner. Yes. Is, is he, He's not playing Hal Jordan. No, he's too old to play Hal Jordan. Really? No. Yeah, he can't. That's play interesting Hal. considering he is the voice of Hal Jordan. And that's why he's only uh, the voice because he's a little bit too long in the tooth. So there is, HBO Max is putting out a Lanterns TV show. And in the Lanterns TV show, it's going to be Hal Gordon and John Stewart. Huh. And they're going to like essentially solve mystery. It's going to be like true detective, but Green Lantern style, I guess. Right. So that's a separate casting. So he is playing Guy Gardner. And I have a feeling a lot of those mm. guys that we mentioned are going to be like walk. They're going to be small roles. Obviously, you can't jam yeah. 27 superheroes into this movie and call it a Superman film. It's not a Justice League movie. It's a Superman movie. So. And they're not going to have time to build out all the all these like metamorpho. Come on, man. Like they're not going to have like 20 minutes of metamorpho in the movie. He's going to be in the movie for 14 seconds. And then out. I have I have a feeling it's probably going to be the same with Guy Gardner. It's probably going to be like a walk right. on and a walk off. And that's maybe he'll turn up again in something else. But he's not going to be featured in the film. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Nathan Fillion and James Gunn are friends. That's why Nathan Fillion has a small role in every single movie that Nathan uh, James Gunn does. So true yeah who is rooker gonna be so i heard this today there is a minor superman character from the comics called bibbo babowski and and rooker would be perfect for bibbo babowski he's like this fat drunk sailor who thinks he's superman's best friend it's he would like rooker would be absolutely dynamite in the role so yeah same with rosenbaum rosenbaum will probably have a very small role because again same thing he's a friend of james gunn and he's in almost every single one of guns movies just usually like just a little tiny role so is he really yes yeah i didn't know that mm-hmm. that's why gunn has actually been on rosenbaum's podcast before because they they've been friends for like years and years and years fair enough anywho uh, I feel like there's at least one last piece of news that we have to talk about. It's going to get real uncomfortable in here real quick, guys, but I feel like we've got to talk about it because it is major, major news in the geek world, but that is the Marvels. We we have to address the... the I, I, I don't, I'm trying to be... Try to be respectful as to what's going on with the Marvels, but it's opening weekend disappointed, and since then it has absolutely cratered from there. Uh, it broke a record unfortunately, for the biggest drop week over week, uh, first week to second week for a superhero movie ever. It dropped nearly 80%. So, And this weekend is looking like it's going to drop similarly again. So this movie's going to lose a pile of money. I'm curious as to your guys' take. What happened? What went wrong? Why are we looking at this? Uh, Captain Marvel made over a billion dollars at the box office, and this is going to be lucky to break $300 million at the global box office. What happened? Because JS has mentioned, we were talking about it before the pre-show even started, that folks that have gone to see the movie seem to be enjoying the movie. The audience score for the movie is quite good. But no one's going to see it. And I mean all kinds of no one. So if you want a quiet place to have a drug, make a drug deal, go to a, the Marvel showing. You're going to have all the quiet you need because there's mm. nobody there. Not, I'm not encouraging you kids to make drug deals. Drugs are bad. Don't do that. <laughs> 
So what's, yeah, don't, what's don't, don't get a sword hey, in here, hey, bud. What? Hey, Jeff is like an old Michael Rooker. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm an old Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker is considerably older than me, sir. If that's Rob, I think that's Rob. That's Rob Bellamy, the guy that runs CK Expo. <laughs> that's terrible that you would say something like that. <clears throat> Allie, did you wanna did you wanna take this? Hold on, because well, I want I, I want to address this really quickly, Allie. Because Tantha's saying it was being shit on by right wing media long before it came out. Yes, and so was Barbie, and it made a billion and a half dollars. So I, I don't think we get to blame the right wing or the incels or any of that. If people want to go see the movie, people are gonna go see the movie. The loudest one percent on the fringe of a political movement is not going to force people not. They're not going to be like, "I'm on the fence about this." Oh, wait, that talking head politically said I shouldn't see this, so I'm not going to see this. People are going to go see it if they like it or not. And and in this case, they didn't want to go see it. So, Ali, sorry, well, go I, ahead. I haven't seen uh, the Marvels yet. I plan to, um, but I feel like maybe um, because I mean, it's not to bash anybody, but. Uh, it's it's three uh, it's three female leads um and some people might say that you know it might be too much i don't know um for mm. me i mean i i personally i i want to go see it i haven't seen it yet um but it could also be that because it's um you know it's hard times people don't want to spend too much and if they're superheroed out you know, they they might wait until it gets on to Disney Plus instead. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't like the economy angle that that I keep hearing again, because I'll, I'll keep holding Barbie up, guys, as the example. It's, it was a movie with a very clear message. It was politicized heavily between left and right. The economy still sucked and it made a billion and a half dollars. So that's I don't think. I don't think that's I think it's interesting with the, the three female leads, because, again, that has worked in the past, like the original Charlie's Angels movie back in 2000. And then it has not worked as well. So can we come down on like a, like having the actors during me, the strike, having the actors not being able to promote it is definitely definitely a problem. Yeah. Little to no marketing and no support. Yeah. I mean, you know. I, I think there's a combination of things here and them not doing any marketing before the show. Does that hurt them? Yeah, I'm sure it does. Um, I think the biggest mistake they did here is this was not Captain Marvel two. This was the Marvels and it's now Captain Marvel with two other characters that the normies don't know. They don't know who these characters are, right? They haven't watched one division. They haven't watched uh, Miss Marvel. They don't. Yeah. They don't know who these characters. That's are, what Misty right? Wings is saying. Having TV shows to introduce the characters isn't great because the shows are made so that if you don't watch them, it's not really important. So the content is less wow than a movie to introduce someone. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. Right. And Tanner, if I mean? agree with you, Barbie is not exactly the same audience. No, it's not. But the point stands that the, the right wing media was not able to to stump that movie in any way. If anything, their hype of that movie probably drove more people to see it than anything else. Mm -hmm. That did not work for this one, obviously. But I think Ms. Marvel, nobody watched is what Christina is saying. I, I, it's definitely a more niche, a more yeah. niche thing, right? So, yeah. And Arcane Aura is saying the entire Faith Five is struggling, and and it is. Um. Yeah, I think this this one was a combination of things. There's a lot of people that don't like uh, Brie Larson to begin with. There's a lot of people that, you know, when she got on board with this and she made some comments 
And a lot of people took those comments sideways. And so those people, they're not going to see it at all. A lot of yeah. people, all, you're saying the first one made a billion dollars, but you got to remember where that movie was positioned, right? It was positioned right between Infinity War and Endgame. And they were positioning at it as a, hey, this is a must-see, right? Before you see Endgame, you have to see this movie, which was completely inconsequential, really. But you're saying cinema score is, is, is asking people as they're coming out of the theater, what'd you think of the movie? And people are like, meh, it's okay. It's a B minus. Is the most people right now, were yeah. saying the same thing about the first one, right? I think the first one was positioned in a manner where you have to see this one if you're going to see Endgame, which was the biggest movie of all time, versus this one that just comes out in the you know the middle of 2023, at the end of 2023, where nothing good's happening in, in Marvel right now. Look at so, boy Brian bragging over here. I'm probably the biggest normie here. Settle down, Brian. All right. I don't, we don't. This is a geek show. I don't want to hear how normal you are. The rest of us are freaks. All right. Easy on your humble brag over there. Not much time to keep up with all the superheroes in the world. Yeah. Is that where we're at, too? Is Has the MCU been going on for so long and it's been so, I don't want to say convoluted, but there's been so much content. And I get the whole argument of quantity over quality, but is there just so much that the average person just just can't keep up that it's just too many things that are that are going on for them to try to connect all the dots on is that part a, of it too i think that's a possibility just because i mean with so many shows coming out i mean yeah it's hard to keep up if you're if you're not really into it and even if you are a geek and are trying to catch up with everything you can't catch up to everything so I think for some people it might be hard and they just don't want to follow through. Yeah, if you work and you have kids and you have a social life and you have hobbies and stuff, where do you find time to watch? Where do you, where do you people find time to watch all this stuff, honestly? I don't mm -hmm. understand. <laughs> not bragging. I'm envious. <laughs> well, we're envious of you, Normie. Trust me. If I could pull this shit back, I would. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, I, and, and you're right. And Sam is saying here how he watched Quantumania on a plane. It was hard to follow. I, I do that specifically, right? Like, if you don't know everything that's going on, if you don't follow everything, if you're not into it all, it's it's becoming more and more convoluted. There's also the fact that I feel like they're trying to introduce us to a bunch of new characters, but without... How can I explain this? Like, you're going to introduce a bunch of new characters in TV shows that are, are mildly successful and then and then throw them into a big, giant movie and then wonder why nobody's going to go see that movie. Well, like, if you don't watch the show, what's the interest in seeing the movie? You know? Let me give you the perfect example. Jeff, were you into Knight Rider when you were a kid? I was. Dude, of course, I was alive. So yeah. if a Knight Rider movie came out, would you have gone to see that movie? After after the show was done, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. Absolutely. Ali, were you into Knight Rider when you were a kid? Uh, I think I was too young to watch it. So, if a Knight Rider movie came out, would you go and pay a, a, a movie ticket to go see that movie? Probably. I mean, if I if I had seen it uh, growing up, but uh, wasn't but not having seen it and not having any knowledge or interest in it. Yeah, Corey, Corey's got a really good point. You don't know what is connected and is the gateway to the next thing or is a one-off like Moon Knight or Werewolf by Night or stuff. And that, I think that's kind of what I was getting at with yeah. your amount of content now is it's hard to know how it's all, especially with Phase 5, because if you watch Phase 5, it doesn't look like any of it's fucking connected. It's just so weird and all over the place. 
it feels like the previous phases had definite like connective tissue between the things. And now it's just like, well, this girl was in one division and this girl had her own show. And we're just put them all on the same movie and see what happens. It didn't feel like a natural progression for any of those characters. It felt like just trying to jam some things together and see if it worked. And in this case, whether it worked or not is up for debate. But I mean, if, as far as people voting with their wallets go, they voted to keep their wallets closed and stay home. And I think I think Allie hit it on the head. People were, probably saw a lot of the previews for it and were like, this will be out in 45 days on Disney Plus. Oh, wait, the 45 days until it comes out on Disney mm. Plus. That's what mm -hmm. people are doing, right? So, any hoodles. Yeah, and they come out so fast now, too, right? Like, what's the incentive anymore? Well, they, they were coming out fast. They're not coming out fast. There's only one movie right now scheduled for 2024 for Marvel, and it's Deadpool 3. The strike killed anything else. No, no, might... I mean they come yeah. out on Disney Plus fast. No, like, but that's what I mean. I mean, the time... because, yes. I mean, because of the strikes, that's going to come to a very, very yes, fair giant slowdown coming up, right? So, yeah, no, hmm. fair enough. Uh, another one that's that's coming out soon that we I just saw the trailer this week for is Madame Web. Have you guys seen the trailer for that yet? Yep. Did this is the Sony verse or the. Is that what it's called? The Sony verse? The Sony the Sony Marvel Universe is what it's the called. Sony yeah. Marvel Universe or the Venom verse. Let's put it that way. Essentially. Yep. This is within the Venom verse. Uh, it's a, it's another spider themed movie. Like it's, it's gonna have almost, a bunch of different spiders. Yeah, kind of like uh across the universe, right? Um like there's yeah, a little spider verse -y kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It mainly looks like a female-led live-action Spider-Verse twists. Uh, now I don't, I don't know, Madam Web. I've never really read the comic books. Um, I don't think Madam Web existed when I was a kid reading the comic books, or maybe she did, but was maybe like a minor thing. Um, I don't really remember uh, her. So, boy, Sam is saying she was in the '90s cartoon. Uh, Tanith, okay, I don't remember like that. That Craven trailer was the hottest piece of garbage I've seen in a long time. That was probably <laughs> the worst trailer I've watched for a major motion picture, maybe ever. That was so, so, so bad. I mean, maybe the film's going to be great. I don't know, but oh my goodness. And let's be fair, I think Sam was saying it here too, that that Madam Web trailer did not look great. So I'm hoping no. it's still early times and that we're going to, they'll have some time to tweak it and make it look good. Like nobody wants another Morbius right like let's hope it's going to be better than that mm -hmm. crossing my fingers yeah that trailer was trash i had zero interest which which one silky were you talking to uh, craven or are you talking uh madam web my main issue with the craven trailer is that it doesn't portray craven as craven no now he's got powers for whatever like, why are you gonna like what's like I, I i'll never understand yeah. the whole idea of changing a character so much that why why don't you just make a new character yeah like all you're doing is is using a name that exists and you're putting some fur on his shoulders to make him look like Craven in the comic books, but he's nothing like Craven. Anyway. Yep. Yep. I yep. Don't know. Yep. Nope. Fair. You know what? It's been 40 you minutes. Nate is saying Nate is saying we're not gonna be yeah. watching. Craven no, I I no, I get it, but I can't say I'm fair gonna enough. watch Madam Webb because Sidney Sweeney's in it because then I'm a sexist pig. So come on, well, man. I yeah. get that he's the latest himbo that you guys are gonna be drooling over for that film, but that film still looks like the hottest garbage. So <laughs> I guess we're gonna find out anyways. It has yes, been yes. 40 minutes that we've been going on and on and on with us. And Allie is sat here patiently waiting for us 
to get to her stuff because we promised her that we would talk about her stuff. And here we are 40 minutes in still talking geek and nerd shit. So guess I what? To interrupt, you know, <laughs> I hope you've had your chance to have your say. Now we are here to celebrate our guest of the hour, the hour of power. It is Allie, mm -hmm. the latest himbo. Have you been sleeping, Jeff? No, <laughs> no, sir. Do I look? Look at this face. Does this look like the face of a guy that's getting enough sleep? No, sir. Uh, Allie, how? Let's let's start off with some of the basic questions that we ask everybody. How did you get into cosplay in the first place? Was Halloween your gateway drug, or are you? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I like all of my costumes, um, like the ones that I, I sent uh, sent over. Um, they're basically all Halloween costumes. Except for the ones that you see, the um, our Fan Expo. Um, I think Fan Expo, I think last year when I did, last year or the year before when I did Katana, that was mm -hmm. the first, uh, sorry, second time I've actually cosplay at like a major con. Um, but everything else was That Halloween. was 2022. Yeah. That was the year before last. Yeah, that's when we had our big, big DC shoot there when we had our big booth in the main floor. Mm -hmm. I remember yeah. calling you over specifically. Yeah, your katana. So, um, yeah, it was it's, it was from that. I mean, I've always really liked um, dressing up. I mean, I was seven of nine for high school, one of Halloween one year, um, and people were like, "Who are you supposed to be?" And I'm like, oh, "Okay, I never. I don't. I don't want to explain too much, but I'm like <laughs> Star Trek." And they're like, "Nerd." Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I uh, started from there and then um, I decided to try one year when Jenna Coleman was um, at a guest at Fan Expo and I dressed as her, um, the character, the Dalek, um, Clara. Right. When yep. she was in that character. Um, yep. So yeah, I mean. The Dalek Clara, what was she, wasn't she just wearing like a regular dress? She was in the regular dress, but like uh, obviously on the outside she's a Dalek, but inside the hurt. Yeah, but you don't find her. out till the end of the episode that she's a Dalek, right? You don't realize you when you're seeing her as Clara, she's just Clara, right? But yeah. is like what what does that look like? I want to bring that on screen. Is that the picture you have with Clara? Is that the one yes. you're talking about? Yes. Okay, hang on, let me bring that up. So what that's the actual. Oh, you go ahead then. Oh, perfect. yeah. So that's the actual that's the actual look that she's got on the sh during that show. Minus the necklace, um, it's it's something similar. Fair I mean, enough. obviously, I I didn't have everything uh, that she actually wore, but um, that's basically it. It was like a a red dress with like a belt and some tools, and um, yeah, and that the Love necklace. It. So silky, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, the necklace actually is Gallifreyan. It's my name in Gallifreyan. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. So Very you're like cool. a you're like a deep Hoovian. Uh yes, I do like my yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a Hoovian. I have a I have a neck. Hey, do you like Doctor Who? I have a necklace with my name in Gallifreyan. I think that's a solid yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that sure. makes you a Hoovian. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, that's yeah. that's a. Uh, do you have qualifies? Qualify? Yes, you are qualified. Um, <laughs> do you have? So how long have you been cosplaying them for? Would you say? Uh on and off. Uh, plus the past couple of years, so I'd say five plus. 
And do you have a favorite that you've done in that five years, whether it be your own personal favorites just to wear or your favorite because of the reaction that it got or how it came together? What's what's the one that you're like, that's what that's the one? Uh, I would say Katana uh, is probably one that I like the most. I don't wear it very often, but I do. Uh, I do like that one because I put a lot of work into it um, and I always put or try to put a little bit of myself in all the pieces. So um, on the sleeves for Katana, there's like some kanji or yeah, kanji or katakana rather um, on her sleeve. And I don't know what it is in the movie, but uh, for me, I put my name um, in kanji on that uh on the one side you can see it um yeah slice that ira up slice that ira right <laughs> yeah. up slice oh is that ira oh, okay. that is that's absolutely ira. Ira. that's uh, at london Con that's in behind london comic-con right right, and, right. Uh, yeah she's ready to cut his head off and please do god damn that man <laughs> um these terrible terrible jokes yeah i it's it definitely like any time by the way if that is your favorite my my boomerang is still like sitting in a closet doing absolutely nothing so if we ever do decide to get a group together again we'll have to get you out as katana for sure yeah. um i'm just and by the way I, if it's this sounds routine for me it's not but we try to ask cosplayers similar questions every time because we want to get mm -hmm. like a maybe one day we'll do like a super cut of like a bunch of different cosplayers answering the same questions but uh um, yeah yeah is there a particular because you're i guess what you'd say you're like relatively new to the hobby and, and by your own admission you wore a lot of halloween costumes and you maybe only started to get into because we saw your valkyrie with the, the, the scale mail that you did and everything else is there like a dream cosplay that you'd like to do that's on the horizon that's just maybe a little bit too much or you just haven't gotten around to yet well um i have started on the armor uh, I have to spray paint the, um, actually, I have it here. This, uh, what you were talking about? People um, love your katana. Ribbon glass work saying the katana. Is the silky saying that katana? That's great. Whoops. So I started on the, so this is foam. Oh, that looks like Mando of. armor. That's what she said, like the armor. Mando. Yeah, she's yeah. going to be the armor. Yeah, perfect. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, so oh, that's got... right. Yeah, I already knew this. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I, I started on it, um, but uh, I have to wait for warmer weather before I spray paint because I don't have a spray booth. Um, mm. And I'm a little bit dragging my feet. Um, I got all the materials for arm the armor. Uh, but I would say that one that I have always wanted to do but haven't done yet um, is actually Xena. Xena yeah. would be very cool. Xena yeah. would be very cool. And I feel like probably not that difficult to put together. Like I would think it'd be relatively not easy. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like super complex, right? Like, mm, yeah, no, it's not too complex. Um, it's basically like a, a leather dress with um, metal embellishments. Yeah. Um, and I mean, before I even uh, got into cosplay and stuff. I I actually I liked making props. So my very first prop, I'm 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 a Power Ranger Stan. So I remember they used to have like this colorful communicator, and um, I wanted one, but I couldn't afford one, and I didn't even really know where to get one. So and this was in I want to say 
it was elementary school, <laughs> but I wanted one. So I went and actually took pipe cleaners and started, I made my own communicator. Nice. So that, that was uh, my crafty start to cosplay, I guess. Um, so yeah, there was that. I think, and... I think you're getting, I think you're getting approval for, uh, for Xena <laughs> here. Uh, Silky saying, yes, Nada saying you make an amazing Xena. Silky also saying it's on her cosplay list. You definitely kill it. So I think, I think that's definitely some encouragement there guys. Well done. Absolutely. I might do a mashup though. Cause I, I saw somewhere, um, it was a Mulan Xena mashup. Nice. So, a what? A Mulan and Xena mashup. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. My favorite mashup so... I think that I've ever seen. We saw at London comic-con this past season, it was a xenomorph. Yes, that's so right. She had the alien head and then Xena below, and that's so goddamn clever. It was DOA cosplay that did it, and it was like, yeah, it was awesome. Kiss. So normally yeah. I'm like mashups. I don't always get them, but it, I saw her and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah, like I freaked yeah, out when I figured Xenomorph, it out. That Xenomorph, that was Xenomorph, awesome. fantastic. So yeah, absolutely. So then after that, um, I got into Iron Man. And that's this is the oh I wore this for Halloween and I think I I creeped out some people um, just because they didn't really know where it was from. Did you? Oh, make is that it? is that a foam helmet? Yeah, it's a foam helmet. Nice. Aww, very yeah, nice. So this is my my first official foray into cosplay. I wanted to have the Iron Man helmet. And, I thought uh, that was like a legit thing. Or... Like I thought that was like a toy or a Hasbro thing that you bought. I didn't know you made that. Good job. Yeah. So um, it was. It was the pattern originally was um, Pepakura. That was when I discovered. I, I do uh, a lot of research. Yeah. I tend to do a lot of research, and I, I just get really into things. And so that was um, originally a Pepakura pattern, and then I saw somebody had made the helmet out of foam. And so Sean I, Zing, Zing Prod. I think so. Mm. Um, and so I, I got the pattern. Um, I printed the pattern off, and then I just, I just went into it. And that, that's just like three, um, a dollar store like placemat or like gym mat kind of thing. So, yeah, it's like a cheap version. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, making stuff out of foam is my jam. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that it was also, and when actually we were on, actually, for those that didn't know, we were actually on the Monday Night Nerd, our buddy we Mike Myers' podcast nice. on Monday. And uh, when he was asking us about our story about getting into, into cosplay, I feel like when I got into foam was a big thing for me is, is, I remember Rob saying, oh, when, when JS got his 3D printer, that really leveled up our game. But for me, even before that, when I started doing foam stuff, that's when cos that's when I became a cosplayer, really, as far as I can, I'm concerned. It's where I've always had the most fun is, is crafting and making something out of nothing, right? That's 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 my thing. Um that is in fact your thing. That is in fact my thing. Uh, I've got a bunch of pictures here of cosplays that I'm not going to lie. I don't all know. Um, Fire them up. We'll, yeah, I'm, I'm sure going to we'll bring some up for here. That, yeah. There you go. That would be Mikasa from Attack on Titan. Nope. Sorry. It's from Attack on Titan, isn't it? Nope. Get the hell out. Wow. It's not. Never mind. <laughs> That's who it looks like from afar. 
I think it's the color of the jacket and the scarf, and then the the, the brown and everything else. But yeah, you're right. They're guns. They're not the. the they're they're things. they're. Um, I have a gun and I have two machetes. You look mad. I've never uh, seen that look on your face before. You're always so <laughs> shiny and bubbly and happy, and you, right there, you look That's, you look like how most people look at me. Yes, Natasha got it. Hey, Alice from Resident Evil. There you go. Yeah. Wow, I would have sworn. See, yeah. don't let me guess anymore. I'm not guessing no more. <laughs> I'm all done. So there's that one. Um, Are you a video game nerd as well, or was that just a character that appealed to you, or how did that come about? Uh, well, movies and right. video games. I do. I I don't personally uh, own a video game system, but I do play video games. Um, I have a Switch, so Mortal Kombat. It's uh, a video is, game system. A Switch is totally a video game system. What do you mean? You don't or have not a the Switch, uh, DS. But oh. yes, I no, I don't. I don't play like like the big big. Uh, I don't have the major systems. I just have like the little handheld. The handheld ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the system. Little, okay. I have a little DS. A little BS here. What are you talking about? You have a oh, yeah. very slow computer. You could co totally play video games on that computer. <laughs> <laughs> Love the yeah. Alice. You crushed it. Who are we looking at here? Uh, this was actually uh, during the pandemic, a closet, clo the closet cosplay. Um, so it's an original character. Um, nice. It's just uh, an elf, uh, aviator elf. I kind of uh, took it off. It's inspired by, um, I think it was 1920s. That was the theme. Like Amelia and Earhart kind of thing, if she was an yeah. elf almost. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So Nice. Yeah. Just some really Amazon like elf ears and some glasses and goggles, and you're off to the races. Yeah. It's kind Perfect. of steampunk. Trying to go pull off the steampunk didn't really work. Yeah. But the elf ears, you've actually probably seen up close because i wore those those were the same ears i wore at the oxford run fest yeah there you go uh, okay uh, see, see what are they made all out the, of all the cool kids went to the oxford run um it's made uh, out of foam uh, as well okay yep and it's one piece um so it just hooks behind my ears oh so, so they both are hanging together basically yeah yeah like a headband but you know with ears on them yeah so that one um, was another um, closet cosplay um, movie theme. And I'm sure you guys can probably guess which one that one's from. I'm guessing The Nun. Yeah. Um, and I did that one, I think, I think the actual picture, I took the picture in black and white with a filter, basically. Mm -hmm. Um. But did then, you like? Did you do the editing? Did somebody do that for you? Like, what does it look like without all the editing? Uh, it's a it's a yellow uh, infinity scarf with a black dress. Gotcha. So nice. Yeah, I did the editing. I have um, at the time. Oh, this isn't even a costume. This is just a little yeah, bit of both, right? Like, yeah, yeah, a little bit of both. Yes. Yeah. Um, some of the a bunch of them that I sent over are closet cosplays. It was during over the pandemic. So people mm -hmm. who participated would know, um, I think it was started by Nicole, uh, Nicole Bullen pin. Yes. Nicole um, Bullen. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. One of the, one of the grams, one of the, one of the comic grams that were going around at the time. Are, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's all, it's like, I think it was like, Every week or every other week. Look what you've 
Look what you've done to poor Brian. Our normie is going to have nightmares tonight now. Brian, <laughs> our poor muggle Brian. Well, that's not even the now. worst one. <laughs> that's not even the worst one. Uh, <laughs> Victoria is saying she of the melons is saying, Allie, you're so multi-talented. Oh, my God. Thank you. Absolutely. And our buddy, our buddy Bob saying, is, that's is cool. Is it the Black Widow? That was like one of my first, that one's actually at work. Uh, it's another work one. And um, yeah, that was my first time doing Black Widow. I've I've done a few other versions of Black Widow since. Um, but yeah, my mom made that costume for me, actually. Oh, the the really? cat suit. Yeah. This so. lays hard. Nicole is my bean. Yes, Nicole is the <laughs> sweetest of the little beans. And okay, this looks lays hard. Absolutely. I'm trying to pull up another one here because I don't. I think we have to show this. You guys, will see why in a second. Hey, by the way, guys, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform and you can't see the pictures we're looking at, make sure you come and check us out on YouTube. Oh yeah, I guess we should be saying this for anybody that is just listening. By the way, we are going through some of our friend Allie's beautiful cosplays. Miss hey! Jubilee. Who's that fucking nerd right in the middle there? What a weirdo <laughs> this is. This I is know. he from, needs a haircut though. He does need a haircut. This is from Forest City Comic Con, actually. So <laughs> yep. on the left is Ray Gray cosplay. Uh she and I were both on the judging panel for the cosplay contest. And on the right is your favorite little X-Man, X-Woman, in this case. Jubilee. Jubilee. Yeah, she's uh, my my go to simple uh, throw on anytime cosplay, like comfort cosplay, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's important to have those comfort cosplays, right? Where you know you don't you don't have to be sweating your you know ass off, and and you just throw something on and and go hang out, right? Besides, like, hello, you are Jubilee. Like, look at that's like that's like a like the perfect cosplay for you. It's so. <laughs> bang on yeah exactly here we go yeah yeah tan saying who's the hippie yeah 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 the the wig man the wig makes that that whole costume doesn't work without a decent wig that's shout out my, i mean if you still haven't cut your hair you're not that far off but shout out to my off. wig witch uh erica a uh, friend of the podcast she's been on a couple of times she uh she helped me out with that wig i just bought it and then i paid her to style it and 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 that's a, a cathartic thing for her to do but that was a fun little con, and it definitely got some. Uh, that's actually right by, yeah, where the where we had the table for the cosplay registration. So, I imagine that's got to be pretty fun to be going around as Jubilee, and I and I and I'm willing to bet, especially people from a certain era, pick up on it pretty much right away that that's what you're doing, yeah. Yeah. So I've gotten the like I I don't really expect people to um, really. I mean, unless you're really into comics, but yes, uh, I, that's a. I think this is only this is the second time I've, I've worn Jubilee. The first time was like the year before and I had a different, slightly different outfit, but still Jubilee. And people are, you know, like I'm just walking around and people are like, Jubilee! <laughs> you know, the, 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 don't, the cartoon. The cartoon is what really brought Jubilee to the forefront. And don't mm -hmm. sell yourself short. Like you fucking look just like Jubilee. Like it's, it's, the, the resemblance is uncanny. Like immediately, if you've seen the cartoon, even a couple of episodes, you know exactly who you're doing there. So that's, yeah, that's super awesome. You got to get, you got to get a bunch of like classic 90s X Men together and got to get you to do Jubilee with that. So, you know, we should do an X Men group 
at one point. We should do that. We'll I mean, I have uh, obviously I have cable, so I've I've done a bunch of them in the in the past. I've even got a Wolverine too, so like that's yeah. that's always stuff I've done. But you guys see, look, Ali and I are set, so we can do a group. But you guys got to catch up and make yourselves X Men somehow. So yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't How do you feel any- about painting yourself blue? I mean, I'm not opposed to it. You got the beard. Uh, you throw some glasses on. You'd make an excellent like Kelsey Grammer level beast, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you mean the suit beasts. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 I, I think you pull mean, it up pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's run back the X group. Yeah, dude. Honestly, that's. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I do I'm remember down. some of those photos that you and I got, Sam. Sam does a great Wolverine when I was doing cable. We were a part of this big X Men shoot, and Sam and I have some very silly pictures together of him as Wolvie. <clears throat> yeah, I'd be another down for another X Men group. Yep. See? Yeah. Look at that. See? See? There you go. Right. Okay. So maybe uh, maybe we plan an X Men day for uh, Fan Expo. You know, okay, talk, year. talk to figure out what you're going to you know, do and talk we'll, to your buddy there and see yeah, what X-Men maybe, you guys uh, maybe we and... plan an X-Men day, you know, uh, get a new DC character coming. Maybe we get a new Marvel character coming. Why not? Yeah, there you go. Tanth has her domino. She could absolutely do that. Natasha's got X-23. There's another one that we got there. Poppy can do Professor X. I don't know who Poppy is. Oh, that's Pappy. <laughs> that's my dad. <laughs> that's your dad? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Pappy, is totally he bald? Professor X. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Perfect. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there that's you go. That's pretty funny. Uh, Emma, yeah. yeah. Our, our friend, editor Megan, about, a geek's uh, ghost. She also does an Emma Frost. Yeah, dude, we could make this happen. We could absolutely make about, this happen. What uh, about an X-Men sure. villain? Does that, does that qualify? You you if you do you want to do a Magneto? Do you want to do a Juggernaut? Do you want to do a oh Juggernaut? Oh, juggernaut. <laughs> as soon as I said Juggernaut, I'm like that's what he's gonna get voted on. Hilarious this Juggernaut. Yeah. Just to spend okay. the whole time just walking around saying I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That would be killer. Yeah, there we go. Some Big early giant. meme times going Do on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I always have to ask too, by the way, Ali, I know we asked for your dream cosplay. Are, is there anything specifically that you're going to be working on, especially kind of in the off season while we're all waiting for, for next year to come along? Do you got anything working on? I know you mentioned the armor. You showed us that. Yeah. Is there anything else in the pipeline that you, you get your, uh, your heart set on? Um, well, right now I'm trying to, uh, you guys have seen my, uh, Mantis. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm working on trying to get her antenna to light up. Um, oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. So that's right. What I'm working on right now. I don't really know. I kind of choose things based on um, how easy it is for me to make it in time. Because I, I, I don't make plans. I should, but I don't really make plans. Um, I just kind of go with whatever I'm feeling at the time. Um, so yeah, like I, I got the Mantis, um, like the Guardians outfit. So I, I decided to do Mantis, but I might, I might actually do a rocket if I feel oh, like, really? it, like it. Yeah. I mean, I have the ears. <laughs> Live um, your best trash panda life. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's a whole bunch I can I can work with with just the one costume basically. So um but Mantis was kind of like okay, it's easier because I can actually just wear my own hair um instead of wearing a wig. Um right. and I just kind of want to work on something different cuz I've never done 
LED before. So that's kind of a nice little mini challenge for me to figure out how to do that. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard. I work, I work in a manufacturing company that works with LEDs all the time. So, uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, hold uh, on. You work in a manufacturing? Mm, can you can you hook us up with a little little, little discount there on some LEDs? What's going on? Is that uh, a thing that can happen? I don't I don't really know. Maybe I we don't, could. I, <laughs> Talk a little bit off camera, maybe. Well, but anyway, sorry. I, was, uh... ah, I can borrow ah, something. No, I'm saying a little five finger <laughs> discount. A little no, no, no. We're not encouraging drug deals nor theft, guys. We're not encouraging either of those things in this podcast. I promise you. I'm trying to stay on the up and up here. You get you're gonna get us canceled, bud. That's what's gonna happen. I know. Um, do you have plans as far as like as, uh, as far as cosplays go? That's cool. But what about like events? There's obviously certain key events that you're going to. Are you coming back out to Fan Expo? Do you do you try to get out to Toronto Comic Con at all? Do you hit most of the local events? I, I mostly, I, yeah, mostly London. Um, there well, we have two, so that's handy. Yeah. For so there's reason. the two for sure that I try to go to every year, um, mm -hmm. and then Fan Expo is usually around my birthday. So it depends mm. if I if I feel like spending a lot because I I. I my money goes elsewhere. <laughs> it doesn't go mainly doesn't, to cosplay. Yeah, so yeah. mm -hmm. um, it depends on uh, have I saved I up? Have I... Here. A little bit. You should. You like... should. <laughs> you mean all of your spare money doesn't go to cosplay like us fucking nerds? <laughs> Are you, you know. going to the uh, to the Christmas thing uh, on Sunday? The geeky holiday market? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't decided what to wear yet, but probably going to just i don't know i, I wanted to do the um Gal uh mantis um in the christmas special oh yeah 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 but i don't have her actual mantis costume and i can't find uh like a green sweater that i can um make with all the light bulbs and everything i, I found mean, something similar but yeah, yeah. that's right because <clears throat> i want to yeah, say that Guardians Christmas special was, I loved it. It, it. it probably the best thing to come out of Marvel all of last year. It, that was amazing. Like better than the Guardians three movie. Uh, well, the Guardians three movie came out at the beginning of this year, not last year. Oh, okay. Okay, um, Captain specific. All right. And cool. uh, they were very close. I will say that uh, as as good as the Guardians three was, the Christmas special. I mean, Kevin Bacon, man. Like, come on. Like, it was, it was genius. I, I he is it. he is the best smelling actor for sure. Um. Uh, well. Do That's you get to any but... of the other like like? Do you try to get up to like CK Expo in Chatham? Do you try to get out to like any of the other regional stuff, or is it basically like just the London events and then Fan Expo, and then that's pretty much it? Um, I I want to eventually be able to go to other ones, um, mm. but like I said, my mind goes elsewhere, no, and no, so I, I, I can't really. Um, I have to pick and choose which ones I go to. So I mean, like how you're being so mysterious about you. Like my money goes elsewhere. Like like <laughs> like, are you a hitman for the mob? Like, what are you talking about? Your money goes <laughs> elsewhere. Do you have like a massive heroin addiction? Like, what do you mean? No, 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 no. Don't tell us your finances. I'm just kidding. 
Uh, yeah, it's an expensive. I don't know hobby what that is, do. but <laughs> I get people all the rights. time. Yeah, when when people want to talk to me about like how do I get into cosplay, and I'm just like, don't like it's all of your free time and all of your. It's like any other hobby. Everybody that I know that's involved in a hobby where they get really deep into the hobby, whether it's collectibles, whether it's photography, whether it's it doesn't matter what it is, it's just all of your time and money just just gone. So I get it. If you don't have a ton of disposable income, it's hard to go to all the things and pay for your costumes and then you got to get there and then you're getting food and drinks and stuff when you're there and then you want to buy cool shit when you're there and now you're going to go to the, th the thing that's happening next month that's only an hour away it's a it's a never-ending stream of my mm. bank account just cratering yeah i i won't lie i i, I spend all my money on rocks <laughs> i'm a different kind of stoner <laughs> that's hey is this is this do I have to make a breaking bad reference? They're they're I'm minerals. feeling attacked again all of a sudden. Uh hey, whatever I don't I don't know what kind of rocks you're getting into, but whatever makes you happy. And we're not here to judge you, that's fine. As long as you're not well, reselling them for profit. Clearly you're not, because you you're you're saying that all your money's going elsewhere. So Well, it's um I I I, I no, no, no. have you don't have no. to tell us. It's okay. No, 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 no. All right. Okay. I am trying to promote my my jewelry ahead, business. Oh, yeah. well, please, by all means. We were just about to get to that. Um. Yeah. So that's where it's it goes into inventory. <laughs> that's all I didn't is. even know you had a jewelry business. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh. Well, it's um. It hasn't really gone anywhere just yet. Um. I make a lot of stuff. Um. It's like with cosplay. Uh. I have to be in the mindset. To actually be able to sit down and and make stuff, um, so I I draw inspiration from the fandom um, in uh, other things, and I try to um, you know try to write or draw down what I want to do, but I don't always have the headspace because I I I have a like my full time job tends to take up a lot of my my headspace, and then I have to like separate that and so mm. to i mean it could be um relaxing sometimes it is relaxing but i have to i don't know if it, it's like i undiagnosed adhd uh, but like my my i'm just easily distracted and so like i have to i have to actually be um really it's it's all done on uh compulsion i have to be compelled Right, but if if like so, you have you, you clearly have stock. You clearly have inventory. So how are you going about selling that? Like, are you vending at shows? Do you have a web page? Do you have an online site that you're selling through? Um, how does that well, work? I I have uh, another Instagram account. I have three. So uh, the the one the my regular personal voice stuff. And then I have the cosplay account, and then I have my jewelry account, um, and that's where I post all of the the things that I've made. Um, and I do have an Etsy page, but I I have to get around to actually posting what I I've made for sale. Tell the um, folks at home what the jewelry Instagram is. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Arisu Nine Underscore Creative. Um, Give us that one more time. Arisu, uh, it's it's like uh, I don't know if anybody knows Japanese or has learned Japanese. How do you, how do you spell it? 
A R I S U nine underscore creative. Okay, here we go. So I put a lot of my um, finished uh, product onto that page, um, and then some that aren't for sale. Um, I it's where I I sometimes mix it up with the chainmail jewelry as well. So the chainmail is actually what got me started into the whole jewelry thing. Um, oddly enough, it was a high school project on medieval armory or medieval art. And uh, my teacher challenged me to uh, do something with that information and make art. Uh, I chose, because I went to uh, Toronto Trek, that's where I saw, like, like that was my first exposure to chainmail. One of the vendors had, um, they were selling chainmail, and my favorite uh, weave is the Byzantine. It's birdcage, so it's like, um, kind of like a, almost like a diamond shape the way that it's woven, mm -hmm. and that got me really interested. And then I found out about like chainmail armor. Um, and then going into mixing, doing art with chainmail, I made a Japanese, uh, a Japanese pattern and I got a really good grade for that one. Um, uh, but then that was what really interested me, um, in chainmail and jewelry. Yes. I remember distinctly you yelling at me on my live stream when I was <laughs> working with some chainmail. I, I, I was wasn't working yelling, on Boromir. I was just aggressively suggesting. Mm, I, it was, uh, yeah, okay, let's, let's go with that. Aggressively <laughs> suggesting, like, put the chain mill down, you're butchering it. And I was like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And just messing with shit over there. So, yeah, she was very upset with me. Hey, there's some pieces of jewelry right there. Yeah. That so way. you're hand making this stuff. So you're buying essentially the stones and such. And yep. the watt copper wire and all that, you're hand making this stuff, and this yep. is where all your money goes. Yeah. As opposed Supplies. to cosplay. Supplies. And then you're selling this strictly through you have an Etsy, but it's not quite updated. So you're mostly selling this right now, what, through the Instagram account for right now? Um, well, no, I haven't I haven't really sold much. Uh, but yes, through Instagram. I did do one that was um Miss Marvel inspired. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, I don't you, if you guys know Shiba at all. I, she's the owner of that one now. Um, Shiba, yeah, of course I know Shiba. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hashtag perpetually single. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Fantastic. So that's that's the one that I made that was Miss um, Marvel inspired. I got you. Um, but yeah, so I, I I just I have all these ideas in my head, but it's it's just getting it out uh, into actual reality. So if anybody sees anything on your Instagram here and they want to buy something from you, they just DM you directly and you'll figure it out with them yeah, on the download. Yeah. So like if there's any U S ones, I have PayPal. Um, do you do custom pieces too, Ali? If I came to you and said like, I want a piece inspired by blah, like kind of like you did for Sheba. Is that something that you could do? Yeah. Yeah, cool. that's that's basically what I've been. Uh, the ones that have sold are mostly commission pieces. They are, okay. um, and then everything else is just whatever kind of hits me in the moment. Yeah, very cool, very very cool. JS, what do you think? 
Um, well, you were talking about the geeky market next weekend mm-hmm. or next Sunday. Um, I think we have this, to mention this Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. Sorry, this Sunday three days. Uh, yeah. We have to mention next Saturday, December 2nd, Toronto Christmas Market for the Toronto Distillery District. Ho. Ho, ho, ho. fucking ho. <laughs> Geeks and Co. are coming back to Toronto. Geeks and Co. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Shit. So listen, we're doing Cosmos in the District once again this year. Second year in a row, we're going to be Christmifying our, cross, our cosplays. We're going to be hanging out in the Toronto Christmas Market. We're going to meet up in the day at 3 p.m. so we can take some pictures in the sunlight. And then we're obviously going to have some food, some drinks, and stick around for the lights. There's the Christmas tree. The big giant tree is going to be lit up. Everything's going to be decorated. It'll be a fantastic time, guys. If you're able to join us, make sure you come and meet us. Toronto Christmas Market, December 2nd, 3 p.m. Yeah, like it's going to be like, a fun time. The majority of your geeks and co. are going to be there. So That's right. You're going to be there. I'm coming. May, uh, I'm going to be there. Megan's coming. Megan's going to be there. I'm assuming Jen's going to be there. I'm assuming Rob's coming out too. I don't know about Rob. I think Rob said he's going to be passing on this one, but we'll see. Is he? At we'll least see. he four just joined members. the chat a few minutes ago. I know so I saw that. Hey, can, fam, what's going on? Maybe so. we can uh, twist his arm there. Yeah, I'll have to start. <laughs> guys, start mess, start mass messaging Rob the bad guy's Instagram account. And tell him to come out for Cosmos <laughs> there because he's part of the team, man. Part of the ship, part of the crew. I'm sorry, man. You got to come out. So, anyways, yeah, yes, that that was that. really it. That was the only thing for me that I Rob flip flops sometimes. <laughs> he does. And that's why. Yeah. He, that's why we love him. Rob flip flops sometimes. Yes. Well, you know, I yes. mean, that happens to everybody, but he's the cool flip flops. We just need it. Instead, we need him to be like sliders. We don't want him to be flip flops anymore. We want him to be sliders. Sliders, flip-flops. sliders. Yes. What, what's yeah. the difference? Well, flip flops got like the between your toes, and the slider just goes. Oh, on your yeah, I see. I'm, I'm I a big flip flop guy. I like the sliders. Yeah, though. neither am I. I'm more of a sliders guy. You're I don't right. know how we got in this. Anyways, <laughs> start wrapping this up, JS. Yeah, what about you, uh, Jeff? Anything uh, going on there? Oh, just, that's right. Just that. Go ahead. Yeah, Allie, the, uh, you've been doing some crochet. Yeah, I do some. This, I made this one. <laughs> this one's for me. Um, Are you making crochet available for sale as well? I did do that once. Uh, if, if people are interested, I can. But um, I, it's, um, it's a special request. Jewelry is more my thing. But, uh, yeah. I, I do I'm I'm always up for or doing something special for people if that's mm-hmm. what they want. Awesome. Show to Crystal Alan. saying hoping to be there. Uh I'm assuming talking about the uh Christmas market. Hope you make it out, Crystal. I hope everybody makes it out. It's yeah, please. Great. The more the merrier. We're gonna have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Christmasify your uh, your cosplays. But uh otherwise old man's gotta get his beauty sleep because uh, yeah. you, know, you know how we do around here. Yeah, I think that's going to be it for this week. Allie, thank you so, so much for joining us this week. Absolutely. Apologies, for everybody. Me. If I haven't been my cheery, wisecracking, smartass that this, I usually like, am. like a completely different person. Uh, what are you talking about? I know, I know, guys. I've been sick over the last day or two, and the well, last day, really, and, and whew, it kicked my ass last night. But, uh, yeah. Allie, thanks for coming and joining us. Jeff, any uh, final words? Any words of wisdom? Uh, uh, you know, I don't think so. Obviously, we're winding down the year, guys. I, I don't know how many more episodes there are going to be before we'll be uh, 
calling her quits for this year. Probably around Christmas time, we won't have a Christmas time episode, but we'll probably have mm-hmm. an episode the next week. So keep in mind for that. By the way, if you guys do want to be on the podcast, I had someone contact me today requesting to be on the podcast. We're going to get them booked sometime soon. But if you want to be on the podcast, like our good friend Allie here, please reach out to either myself or JS or the Geeks and Co. channel or through any of our channels and let us know that you want to be on the podcast and give us an idea of what you want to talk about as well. We're happy to book you on the podcast whenever it's going to work for you. You just got to be free Thursdays from around 630 to around 830 eastern standard time we will get you on the podcast or even if you know somebody that you think would be good for the podcast get us in touch we're happy to talk to them we're happy to book them on the podcast uh we're 113 episodes into this guys we we're running out of not running out of guests but you know what i mean we want to have more and more people on the Mm. podcast especially by the way some of you regulars that are here week in and week out that have never been on like our good friend ali we had natasha on recently anybody that's been coming around and they just has never really come on the podcast Come on the podcast. I was talking yeah. to our friend Keith the other day, and I'm encouraging Keith. Come on the podcast. We'll talk to him Superman stuff and whatever. So, guys, Do reach it. out to one of us. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Allie, can you Do vouch it. it's a good time, right? Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. We got to get 501st on. We, we've had some members of the 501st on, but we don't talk about the 501st because... Fuck the 501st. Anyways. All right, guys. <laughs> oh, is Dean watching? <laughs> Don't listen to him, Dean. He's he's <laughs> coming through. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that will be it for today. Ali, thank you so much again. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure you click that like and subscribe button. I think that's gonna be it for this week. Make sure you stay geeky. We'll see you next week. <laughs>Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.